This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 45, Pacing and the Loose Leash Walk. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. This week, I've been thinking a lot about loose leash walking. What makes it such a challenge for people? Are there different kinds of walks? And really, what is it we are wanting our dogs to do? But first, how is your week? How's training going? I hope it's going well. I hope you're enjoying your dogs, the warmer weather, or at least the approach of spring. We can all feel it, can't we? Boots has needed some extra mental enrichment this week, so we progressed his game of find your treats to find your ball. So now instead of hiding food containers around my house, I'm hiding tennis balls and he finds them for rewards. So this is like the doggy version of an Easter egg hunt and he loves it. He absolutely loves this game. So my plans are to take this training to a new level at our family egg hunt in April in hopes of finding my dad's golden money egg. Boots is my new secret weapon. Don't tell my siblings. Anyway, if you need a good activity for your dog, teach them find. Then generalize it to anything you want. It's fun watching Boots scour through the different rooms of our home for different items. He thoroughly enjoys it. And it's great indoor exercise. It's both mental and physical. I do recommend adding an all-done cue so that your dog knows when the game is over. Otherwise, you're going to have a dog that just keeps sniffing through your house. So make sure you put that all-done cue um, on at the end so that they know when they're finished with the game. But try it if you haven't already. It's pretty fun to watch them search for things. Also, thank you for listening and for sharing this podcast with others. We love helping you train your dogs, and I want to thank you for your support. We can only do what we do because of you. I enjoy meeting so many of you through our one-on-one coaching sessions and appreciate your kind reviews. With that, let's move on to leash walking. This is a really big struggle for a lot of people. This is one of those behaviors that is high on people's priority list. When I go and I coach people or I help them train their dog, this is usually one of the requests in the top three items. I want my dog to walk loosely on a leash. So why is it such a struggle? Why is it such a big deal? And that's what I want to dive into today. I've been thinking a lot about this and why it's not natural for a dog to just walk right beside us. And, you know, that leads to pulling and then that leads to frustration on our part and most likely on our dog's part as well. So let's uh, dive into this a little bit today. So this past weekend and actually two weekends ago as well, Boots came on uh, several trips with us to Southern Utah. We stayed in a hotel on the first trip and then two weeks later we stayed in a home But on both trips, he came into restaurants and went to athletic events with us. There was plenty of opportunity for leash practice. So some walks were for exercise. Um, You know, when we're walking around the hotel in the morning or we're, you know, walking around the field during half times, um, you know, letting him get out that energy that he has. While other times were just normal day-to-day activities, like walking from the hotel to the car, from the car to the restaurant, um, and so forth. And while there, I did a lot of thinking about loose leash walking So I grew up with horses. I loved riding and I spent many hours in the saddle working to improve my horse's lope and changing leads as well as a smooth, slow trot. You know, one of those nice trots that you can sit in the saddle and not bounce all over the place. Um, I never really thought of dog walking in terms of horse paces until just recently. But if you watch a puppy walk at their normal, comfortable pace when they move down the sidewalk or, you know, walk down the street, it's really what I would consider a trot. They don't necessarily just slowly walk along. They're trotting, uh, similar to the horse gait. We call it jogging. 
So when your puppy is romping through the backyard chasing a favorite toy, maybe a ball or a frisbee, they move into a lope or more of a run. And if they're moving as fast as they can to chase something, they're galloping. Now, when they do slow down to walk, they're usually sniffing or searching. Um, and it's not necessarily just walking. If they slow down to that walk pace, you'll notice mostly their noses are on the ground and they're trying to find something. They're trying to entertain themselves or they're really curious about what they're smelling. So then we come along and we put a leash on them to move down the street together. So here's where we run into a bit of trouble. Dogs trot, we walk. So our paces don't exactly match up. This leads to our dog moving more quickly down the street than us. Soon the leash goes tight as our dog is outpacing us to get to the next exciting scent. And remember, it's natural for dogs to see what they want and try to get it as fast as they can, hence the pulling. So we ask, how can I get my dog to stop pulling? There's a couple things that we can do uh, for this, but recognize that this is kind of the mismatch that we're up against. Our dogs naturally move more quickly than we do. So not only do we have to train our dog to walk at a slower pace, but we need them to also pay attention to us and where we are and how we are moving. Uh, Both things which are very difficult for a young puppy to do, but it can be done. So the first thing is you can't ever follow a pulling puppy. If they learn that the pulling works, they will continue to pull. So we must teach them we only move forward toward whatever that really cool thing is if the leash stays loose. No pressure. So no pressure equals we move. Pressure equals we stop. Now, it's not always practical to play the stop and go game, but you can take this concept to help you as you work to train loose leash walking. With a brand new puppy, I keep sessions super short, recognizing their attention span is likewise very short. They are toddlers. Uh, They don't focus on things for very long. So I take any short session of nice attention walking as a success, and then we intermix some play or maybe a go sniff session where we're walking a few steps. They give me their attention. Okay, go sniff. And they get to go sniff and be a puppy. And then, okay, let's get your attention back on me for five or 10 more steps. Okay, go sniff. And that helps lengthen out the walks as well. Zigzagging is another strategy I use because walking in a straight line is super boring to a young puppy. And along with today's topic, changing pace helps too. So changing direction, changing the speed of how you're walking really helps keep your puppy's attention and their desire to keep uh, playing this walking game with you. So in training boots for service work, one thing that we work on is pace matching. When I walk, I want him to walk. When I pick up the pace to a jog, I want him to trot beside me. When I start to run, I need him to run. When I walk fast, I need him to walk fast. When I walk slowly, I need him to walk slowly too. So it's all about paces and getting my dog to recognize my speed and then match it. Loose leash walking. There you go. Ta-da. All right, let's try it. So I want you today to take your puppy out. I want you to walk out fast with your young puppy. So even to a slight jog, just to match your puppy's pace. So whatever your puppy's pace is, their normal comfortable pace that they like. I want you to try to match it first. After 20 steps or so of going at their pace, I want you to quickly change the jog to a slow walk. Let your puppy know before you do, we don't want to catch him off guard. So I'll say easy or walk. I'll even just give him the cue to walk or run or jog or trot, whatever you want to call it. So I'll just say easy as I slow down. And then I over-exaggerate the walk to an incredibly slow, barely moving walk. So 
the stark contrast helps your puppy realize, oh, we're changing pace. Whereas if you're just changing a slight change in pace, they're not ready to do that yet. So start out with your puppy's pace, match his pace, jog along for a few steps. And then I want you to stop and go really slowly, almost painfully slowly. You're barely moving forward and see if your puppy will respond and try to match your pace. And I will do that for about five or 10 steps. And then we'll go back to his regular comfortable pace again, which is probably a little bit of a jog for you. And then I want you to move back into that incredibly slow walk. So once your puppy catches onto the game, mix it up. Change paces every 10 to 20 feet, helping keep your puppy's attention by creating a guessing game for him. We don't want him to know what's coming next. So move from a walk to a run, a run to a jog, then a slow walk, then a fast walk, then a slow walk, then a jog, and back to a slow walk. So playing these fun games keeps your puppy interested in what you're doing as you become the most exciting thing in his environment at the moment. Things get even better when you reward your puppy with every pace change. So every time you change from a walk to a run and he matches you, reward. Every time you go from a run back to a really slow walk and he slows his body down to match yours, that's a reward. Um, Mark and reward that for sure. So they work harder to match your pace with more precision to earn those rewards. So definitely pay them for good behavior. So on our trip this past weekend, Boots matched my pace really well when walking to and from the car both in and out of restaurants, and he loved every minute when we'd do the high-speed run around the high school track during halftime of my daughter's soccer game. The hardest part, and here's where I'm going to introduce a new challenge, as if leash walking is not already the challenge for the week, but some of you have progressed past those basics, so here's a challenge for you guys. Stairs. Have you ever tried to walk up or down stairs with a dog? Do they walk up them? Nope. Do they walk down them? No, they want to bolt up the stairs or bolt down the stairs. So they like to do those at a run and they'll take a couple stairs at a time or they'll go as quickly as they can. So when we're on a leash, that doesn't really work very well. If you're out in public with your dog and you need to do a staircase, it doesn't work that they bolt up the stairs and you're left to try to catch up. So this is where I take pacing to the next level and we practice on a staircase. So teach your dog to walk up the stairs. Boots still has some work to do with this, but he's getting much better with every practice session that we do. So again, we want to start by over-exaggerating the slowly walking up the stair. Literally stair by stair, we're moving together. I take a step, he comes with me, then we stop. I take another stair, he comes with me, then we stop. And I really get my dog to slow down on the stairs. Once he's proficient at slowing down to that extreme level, we can start to walk up and down stairs at a more normal pace. But you have to be careful because if you don't slow down enough, they just want to keep bolting. And we really have to exaggerate slowing down that we're going to take it stair by stair. So remember, that goes back to those dogs. See what they want and they want it right now. They see... I want to get up these stairs. So they want to do it as fast as they can. Or they see, I want to get down the stairs. I'm going to do it as fast as I can. It takes some training to teach them to take stairs at a a slow pace. So finally, if you want another game for loose leash walking, try putting something high value 20 feet away from where you and your puppy start. Then put your puppy on a leash. You're going to begin walking toward that really fun item that your puppy wants. The second your puppy pulls, I want you to stop and wait for them to put slack in the leash. The second they release the pressure, continue walking toward the item. And I want you to repeat stopping as often as needed, only moving forward when that pressure is zero. When they control their pace and make it to the item, reward them for such amazing skills. This may be giving them a piece of food reward or playing with them with that toy that's sitting there. It might be a toy. It might be a food reward. Whatever it is, reward them for getting there. 
and then repeat the game. Now, each time you play, I think you'll be amazed at how much better your puppy controls their walk to match your pace in order to get to what they want. All right, that's it, you guys. Again, thanks for listening. If you want more training help, check out the online puppy school at www.baxterandbella.com forward slash learn dash more. I'd love to help you train your puppy from home as a member of my online training program. Have a wonderful week and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 